Welcome to the one and only Ollie Show with yours truly and my special guest, Lyric the Queen. Yo, how's it going? Insert hand claps. So I love to have my sister in town. I'm always cyber stalking her because, you know, that's the only way I know she's in town. She'd be sneaking up on on me like that, you know? So I gotta keep tabs on her other methods. She can't hide from me. That's right, that's true, that's a fact. She's so shameless, she be like, yeah, that's true, that's true. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I was talking to her about, um, you know, rappers and um, music today and how, you know, back in the day, Tupac, Piggy, Nas, you know, you had rappers that actually told a story that would say uh, an entire, like, just it would get in your head and you could relate to it and, 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 and it was deep. And now, you know, you have rappers that are just saying nonsense you can't even understand. Like, what is that shit? And then I told her I was fanning the fuck out about her, her picture and, or was it a video or a picture? Video. Okay, about her video with the legendary P. Diddy. And I was like, oh my God. Like, you know, I always feel like celebrities are real people. You guys need to stop treating them like they're gods. Mm -hmm. You know, celebrities are just people that have talents that they put out there in the world. It's, it, you know, it doesn't mean that they are, it, it's like if you were a really excellent lawyer. It's just the only difference is you're not on TV all the time. So you're you're not exposed to their talent. Everybody has a different talent, you know? But P. Diddy, man, I saw that video and I was just, I was screaming for her. I was wilding out in my living room because I just, I just was over the top, over the moon about this. I was like, what? Oh my God. But anyways, I'm gonna, I'm going to simmer down now. I'm gonna simmer down and I'm gonna let Lyric say her experience with P. Diddy because there seems to be a little bit of contradiction about, you know, how he really is in, in real life. And so I'm gonna let her tell her side of the story on this. Well, I mean, my side of the story is simple. It's very clear. It's like we had a dope couple of minutes connection. He took the video with me. It was dope. Like I, I don't I can't really speak for nobody else's experience. I did hear a lot of other people, you know, journey with that. But for me, I only can speak for myself. I try to have my own experiences with people and it went dope. Took a dope video, posted it, and that was just it. <laughs> Good. Oh, hold up. I hear some <laughs> cheese that y'all didn't catch in that little speech. <laughs> what do you mean you heard some stuff from other people? Ooh, please elaborate for the public over here. Curious minds want to know. I mean, it's it's stuff that you can read about. It could be personal conversations or things that you've heard on the net or blogs or whatever. Like, you know, everybody don't have the same experiences with somebody. And I've definitely heard from Diddy, like, somebody actually told me personally, like, oh, he must have been having a good day. And for me, it was like I wasn't second guessing it. it he might have been or might not have been, but I know energy is real and I know our connection was good and our experience was good. So. So I well, I mean, I obviously I don't know him personally, y'all. I'm just over here humble bragging, but um, I've seen him in some interviews, 
And I, I've also also I've also agreed with you that I felt that he has given like a good vibe. Like he seems like a very like down to earth human being, you know. But I feel like he's also like a regular person. So maybe those people are gonna catch him on a good day, or like you know, maybe he was having an intimate dinner with his family. He didn't want to be bothered by paparazzi or fans or the media or anybody, you know. So I feel like you just uh, confirmed that. You know, he's a cool person. He's down to earth. He really has a good heart, you know. Um, but yeah, there's definitely some negativity out there. I do also agree with you that there's energy that, that is real between one person and another and the connection that you feel. And, um, you know, I mean, as far as vibes, how do you first see or, or think about vibes? Like, what do you think about when you have like a negative experience with somebody? I mean, uh, usually you could tell immediately if the person's vibe or energy is off or if it's going to be negative or if it doesn't coincide with the energy you're giving off. At least I can. So, I mean, if it's negative, then I just don't involve myself in it at all. I shut myself off. So, you know, if it's good, then cool. We can politic. We can connect. We can even maybe even do business or nothing at all. It's just good vibe. But if it's bad, then it probably just left there with the thought that this was bad vibes and there's nothing else that needs to happen moving forward. Now, for those of you um, that don't know Lyric the Queen, please go ahead and check her out on Instagram so you have a little bit more background. So she's also in the music industry. She's had a lot of um, performances where she's met some legendary people, you know, P. Diddy being one of them and Vogue. Oh my gosh, that was another time where I found out. Honestly, I mean, I've seen you with some artists and I was like, okay, cool, 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 you know. But then I was like, and Vogue, P. Diddy, oh shit. So tell me a little bit about how that happened, how you felt, because I know that you also um, have been exposed to old school hip hop, um, to 90s R&B, and you know, you're, you're somebody that I feel that also appreciates that kind of music, you know, where where lyrics actually meant something versus now when, you know, you're talking about chicken noodle soup. I will never forget that, honestly. My little niece was singing chicken noodle soup with soda on the side, and I was like, what is that? I, I thought she was making up her own song. I really did. I, I thought she was making up her own song. And then I asked her, well, how did you come up with that? And she said, what do you mean, auntie? TT, it's the, it's the hottest song on the radio right now. And I was like, wait, what? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. But that's just because, you know, I have my play, playlist. I just listen to my old school jams. I feel like those were the best times, you know. And maybe I'm just being ages, you know. I mean, there's, there are some good artists now. I'm not going to. I'm not gonna downplay that. Like I think Kendrick Lamar is a great is a great great artist. You know, I think that there are still artists that really do tell a story, but I don't think there's many of them out there. Yeah, I mean that's true. You know, but you know, as time evolves, like one thing about me, I always say if something works, I never will speak speak bad on it. It doesn't matter how bad or good it is, in my own personal opinion. If it actually works, it becomes a big thing and people support it, then I, there's nothing bad I can say about it because, you know, that's the ultimate goal is to make something that the majority likes and they rock with. So, you know, it just is what it is. Time evolves. And, you know, me, I am somebody that focuses more on the lyrics and the content. So, you know, I, I just look at it like it just leaves more room for me, really. Like, you know what I mean? That's it. 
And speaking of the content, what do you, what is your artistic process? Like when you think about, you know, what you're going to put out there, what music you're going to go ahead and, and put out there, the beat, the rap, the lyrics, everything. What, what is your artistic process when you do that? Because I've heard some of your songs like Liddy in the City, and I was like, oh, that's my jam right now, you know? But you've also had some other some other songs that, you know, haven't been maybe for the club, but I felt they were so good. But what is your process in that to decide what it is you're going to put out there to the public? I mean, it changes every time, you know what I mean? Like, inspiration can come from anywhere, any day, any time. So, like, something that's, you know, loud and, and, and flamboyant and Liddy, it, I, it, you know, it comes from a time that I'm feeling like that. Like I'm Liddy, I'm with my friends, family, we celebratory, we drinking, we out, we safe, we just having a good time. So that's where that song come from, a, a time where I'm feeling like that and I'm celebrating with my people. And then I might get on something more serious, like the single I'm coming out with after Liddy, which is I'm the next one where I want to be more vocal about, you know, my lyric lyrical standpoint, you know what I mean? So it just all depends on the moment that I'm in, what inspires me in that moment, I can pull inspiration from literally anything or any type of time that I'm having. So it just literally depends on the circumstance, where I'm at, who I'm with, what I'm doing, anything, can, I can pull inspiration from anywhere. Well, I don't want to put you out there, but I don't even want to imagine what kind of song you come up with and you hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about your new song coming up. <laughs> What was the inspiration be behind your new song that you're coming out? And when is it coming out so that our listeners can go ahead and tune into that? Well, the next one, I have two I have two visuals coming out. The two songs that's out there, they're actually out already. I just haven't put a lot of promo behind them. But The Champion and the next one are both two new visuals that I have coming out soon. You can already get those on all the social streams, Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, everything that's already there. It's called The Next One, and it's called The Champion, both by Lyric the Queen, Lyric DA Queen. And um, The Champion was inspired by a female boxer that's born and raised in Flint, Michigan. I wrote that song totally surrounded by her and her career and her winning two gold medals and being the world champion and the greatest female boxer of all time. Uh, you know, I wrote that song totally inspired by her. And then the next one was totally inspired by my own self and just telling my story and talking about how, you know, it's probably been a minute and I took a minute and took a hiatus and now, you know, it's my time. So every bar, every lyric and the next one is just about it being my time. And the champion is about Clarissa Shields and about it being her time. So, you know, those are my two songs that's, they're already out, the next one, the champion, but the visuals are, the visuals are coming out soon. So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and when you think about the visuals, because I mean, like back in my time, you know, when you were looking at MTV, I'm not that old guys, but you know, you know what I mean. MTV, the new music video was always the fucking next thing to watch. It was like, I would record that shit. That's how important it was to me. I would be like, oh, this new song coming out? I can't wait to watch the video. Like, let me see what's going on. Let me see what they're going to put. So in terms of, you know, the visuals behind your music, is there a specific, I guess, theme that you're going for? Um, do you have any, like, particular style that you like to gravitate towards when you're doing um, these visuals for, for your songs? 
Um, I think everything is is uh, customized by the actual song. I don't have like a strategic formula that I use for everything. It's just about how the song makes me feel that determines the picture I portray. Like for instance, Liddy was about getting Liddy. So when you look at that visual, you see bottles and you see drinks and you see people behind me with their hands up, you know, in sequence and we're talking about getting Liddy and the visuals expressing me getting Liddy, you know what I mean? And then the next one in Champion is two completely different subjects. So the visual will be completely different. Like the Champion, we're probably totally gonna to be based around boxing and in the ring or outside or jogging or working out or, you know, just something around exactly what I'm saying. And the same with next one, it's like, it's important for me to convey exactly what I'm saying on the visual as I am in the actual song. So it's never the same. Okay, well, that's refreshing to hear because I do see a lot of videos where I hear the lyrics and I'm like, that shit has nothing to do with what you're rapping about. Right. Like, how you just, it's it's almost like just put holes out there with their G-strings to, to sell some songs, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so uh, that's refreshing to hear, guys. And, and I know if, if any of you are, you know, uh, old school hip-hop fans, you, you'll appreciate uh, Lyric the Queen's music um, and her vibe. You know, I always tell her she's like the young Aaliyah. And if you if you go on her Instagram, you will totally understand what I'm saying right now. She's like the young Aaliyah, but people don't know that before Aaliyah, she got it from her mama. You don't even know about that. Like that. Skirt. <laughs> just just a little insert there. Just a little insert. That's a fact. But um I do feel also that, you know, it's 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 a work of love. It's the passion that you put behind it. Where did you get your inspiration from or your motivation to decide to go down this path of, hey, you know, I want to get into music. I want to go ahead and be a rapper because, um, you know, I know that you've been on this journey for a little while to break into this industry and to be able to to build that legacy for yourself. You know, and anybody that, that has ever had a passion for anything knows that it's always an uphill battle. But what motivated you to say, I'm going to go ahead and do this? You know, I mean, sometimes as you grow older and you have your experiences from a child to an adult, you start to realize the things that you actually are good at and the things that people actually respond to. and. You know, that's kind of what happened with me. Like, I, I was writing songs very, very early on. I almost feel like that's how I learned how to write five, four, five, six years old, um, listening to songs and writing lyrics down to them. Like, I didn't just start off as a rapper. You know what I mean? Like, my mom just said she could attest to that. Like, I was writing country songs, rock songs, R&B songs, rap songs. And it just got to a point where, obviously, I, <laughs> as opposed to a rock star, you know what I mean? I was probably a much better <laughs> rapper than any of the other genres. And once you start seeing how people respond to you and how well you do with putting the words together, that's when I started realizing like maybe rap is actually my thing. So after a while, it just became something that stuck to me, something that I, I became passionate about and something that I used as an outlet. You know, it didn't matter what I was going through or what I was doing. I knew that I could write about it and, and, and I knew that I was good at it because of the way people responded to me. So I think it was just at a young age, practice, 
and the response that led me to know like this this must be my calling because look how you know look at the look at the response I get from it. When I hear you say that, you know what I think about? I think about how pe- how dog owners say like, "Oh, I didn't choose the dog; the dog chose me." <laughs> Do you feel that it was it was that kind of relationship where you didn't exactly say like, "Oh, I want to be you know a rapper at a young age," but it just like you fell into that. Like, do you feel that you fell into rapping? Um, I, I, I guess um, on the outside looking, and it probably could look like that. You know what I mean? I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's like you choose something and then you hope that it chooses you back. And, and fortunately for me, it was something that I saw, I enjoyed, I was good at. And then because of the response and the energy that I got back from it, it made me realize it chose me as well. So, you know, it did choose me, but it didn't just choose me. I, cho- <laughs> I chose it as well. <laughs> You know, it's a lot going on around me, however. <laughs> We're over here getting it in the city ourselves. This Damison. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's her drink, guys. I probably shouldn't say that shit. Get no, you guys say, in trouble. Jameson Jenneroe, I'll say it on Liddy. <laughs> but, um, okay. So, if you had any other career that you could pick, what would you choose? Mm, that's that's such a good question because honestly the older I get the more multifaceted I realize that I really am I could do anything you know I could go to law school to this day I can go to law school I can be an immaculate lawyer I know that for sure I knew that since I was young I could go to um, medical school I could be an extremely great doctor surgeon emergency surgeon um, I could be a politician I could totally change the world be a politician um, you know, I, I don't know. It just it, it just would depend on what I decide because already right now, even though I mainly do music, I work in a lot of different fields as well. My everyday consists of talking to people who has nothing to do with music, to be honest. I'm emailing and talking to people who don't even know anything about music. So at this point, you know, it just would be what drives me, what wakes me up and what, um, puppy, oh, 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 oh. Uh, She's getting a retail. <laughs> that's raw. Don't cut that in. But um, you know, it it like that's that is a great question to ask somebody because the real truth is I could just do whatever I felt in the moment because that's what I do every day right now. Seemingly, I'm just an artist, but in my real life, I worked in a I work in a lot of different fields and I'm good at a lot of different things. So it just would really depends on like what would drive me as much as music. Do you ever think about that maybe you've been placed in these different um, fields because it's going to help you with your ultimate passion? Like, you know, being able to have that um, communi- communication aspect where you have to talk to different people from different industries because you never know. I mean, rappers, you know, as they get older and as they become more famous, they start to put their their name on other brands, on other industries, you know? Rappers, they they want to come out with their clothing line. Some people, you know, they want to go ahead and, and move into the, the, the perfume industry. A lot of people have perfumes with their names on it, you know? It's a brand. It becomes a brand. It becomes bigger than just the music and the rap. Do you feel that maybe this is preparing you for that in life? Have you ever maybe thought about, like, the bigger picture in that? 
Of course. Like, I think about the bigger picture every day. I, I build on the bigger picture every day. Like, you know, my every day doesn't consist of just writing and recording music every day. Like, I think about how my songs can impact the people. And I think about when I do get their attention properly, how much I can change on someone's every day. Like, I always think about that. And I, the, the main reason why I think about that, because at this point in my career, I've been in front of group homes and elderly, and I've also been in front of adolescent and elementary school kids. And because I know for a fact that I could talk in front of both crowds and no one would cringe and somebody would leave with something, then, you know, it's, it's just a constant reminder that what I'm doing is correct and that I am building way beyond music. Now, speaking of building way beyond music, I mean, it, it still ties into your passion, but, um, and I think I was talking to your mom about this earlier, was about building relationships, you know, and the importance of building relationships with people. And um, another, you know, I, I'm telling you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm a stalker. I'd be, I'd be socially stalking her ass, but that's okay. She's my sister. She knows. <laughs> Anyways. Um. So one of the other people that you have had uh, featured on your Instagram was Camilla. She's become a big hit now, but just like any other artist that has ever had a passion for anything, they've of course had to go through a struggle of, you know, going ahead and, and, and continuing with their passion, even though they weren't getting recognition. Now she is getting recognition. And I see that you have also posted her as well on your Instagram. Can you tell me a little bit more about that, your relationship with Camila, uh, the things that led you to meeting her in life? Because I do feel that it's important for people to know that, you know, these people that you, yeah, you've met in your life, it has not been coincidental, you know? It has been a part of your, of your life path. And a lot of people are blind to see the, the connecting dots in, in, their, in their life path. There are people that have been placed in your life to lead you to where you need to be ultimately. So can you tell me a little bit more about, um, you know, how you met Camilla, um, what what led you to, to having and connecting in that particular aspect where, you know, she's like your little sister. She's, you're, you're like her mentor. Well, you know, speaking of just about her individually, you know, Camilla is 21 now. But I met her when she was 15. She just turned 15. You know what I mean? And we came on the same show together, you know, X Factor season two. We was both solo artists who got put in a group. So me and her in particular was both mentored both under Simon Cowell. And, you know, regardless of what was on TV, her parents, Fifth Harmony's parents, which is the group that she ended up in ultimately before the end of the show, you know, we've all created a bond and a relationship and a lot of real things happen behind scenes to where five, six years could pass. And when you see each other, it's just still all love and all genuine and all pure. And it's like, whatever you need, I got you and vice versa. And the reason for that is because we all really are just human beings. And once upon a time, we met each other when we had nothing. We had a couple followers and we always just chasing the same dream. You know what I mean? So at this point, it's like by the time I run into Camila or any of them, it's like just love, you know, it's just pureness or whatever. So it's like 
you know, if, if your question is where is our, our relationship stance now, it's just still the same. It's like mainly love. Music is definitely secondary because we took care of each other in ways that music and competition would never agree with, you know. So because of that, when I see them now, when I see her now, still love, still my baby, my little baby sister. She's blowing up. She's killing it. And it's all great. And I support her 100 percent through the process. And that's something that I really respect about artists is that you respect each other's crafts. You're never really looking to necessarily compete with each other. It's always about collaboration. It's always about working together. And it's I think partly it's because you all know the struggle that it took to get to where you are today. You know, a lot of people in the corporate industry and in other industries, um, they feel like they need to compete with each other. They feel like they need to, uh, you know, do better than the next person that's sitting right next to them. And they don't realize the value in just working together, in being able to be happy for the person next to you that got to where they wanted to be. Because everybody's life path isn't going to be the same as yours or mine, you know. And so that's something that I always have um, valued. What are, what are these two? I don't know. This is many <laughs> I'm telling you guys. These two are living in the city. My fiance's over there on the couch about to pass out. And her mom was over here like with her wine glass. Like she's been babysitting now for about an hour. Listen, lady, I opened up a whole bottle for you. Let her drink that like it's nobody's business. She didn't even want to be heard on this thing. She's like She's like, I don't even want to be heard on this thing. <laughs> like, I don't even want to be heard. Anyways, so another thing that I really, uh, you know, as I've been cyber stalking you, because guys, I, I really do cyber stalk her. <laughs> uh, I noticed that you also, um, well, you're in Miami today. Let's let's talk about why you're in Miami today. Let's let's talk about that first. So we can set the foundation for what I want to ask you. Well, I mean, my mom lives in Miami. She's been here for 10 years. So it's like, I'm always going to be in Miami at some point during the year. Like, that's just a part of my route now. So that's that. But um, also, you know what I mean? Um, it's pretty. It's, it's a pretty cool weekend coming up. And, and, and the following weekend is pretty cool coming up. I've been rolling with my homie, OG Magnus. Shout out to OG Magnus. We got a couple of appearances to do together this weekend and the following weekend. So, you know, this weekend to be full of appearances uh, with the homies and just saying what's up, touching the people, and also visiting parents and such and such. You know what I mean? Yo, I'm about to put my hoochie skirt on just to go on this appearance thing that she's going on and be a little groupie. Just, just be like, ah! I'm horrible. I'm horrible, guys. I always gotta give her a hard time or intentions in Miami. I just got to. I just got to. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, here warning my fiance. What you doing? What you doing over there? I cannot even with you. <gasps> so. You got a couple of projects coming up with the with the visuals on your on your two songs that are currently out. 
check them out. Check them out on iTunes, Spotify. Where else can they can they look them up? Pretty much anywhere. Search it in the Google. It's gonna come up. On so YouTube, she has a YouTube channel because I follow it. I'm telling you, cyber stalking is is off the chain. It's off the chain. I I, I think she I think she hasn't put a restraining order on me because I'm family. I think that's the only reason why. Facts. That's I think that's the only reason why. Facts. But anyhow, what else what else do you have up your sleeve lately? I mean, you know, it's so much. It's so much. Like I said in the top of the conversation, it's a multifaceted. It's like I'm got my hands in a lot of different things. But the main thing that you guys see and that you see, host, is the music. And I use my music as a tool to reach people in other ways. Like the mission is to change the world. You feel me? Like the mission is to shift everyone's paradigm and make them think differently and move differently and be more positive and make a change for the world. So it's like I use this music to get your attention. I use these people that I know to get your attention. I use these things that I do to get your attention. But what I really have to say in my real mission is way, way bigger. So, you know, you probably find that out at the end of the journey. But for now, you know, it's music and it's charities and it's love and it's life and it's touching people and we just, you know, we see what happens from there. You know, she's real litty in the city when she's saying paradigm instead of paradigm. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but it's like tomato, tomato. Some people do say paradigm and some people do say paradigm. <laughs> so just know you didn't correct me. It just depends on who's saying it and where and what class you're in. These artists, man. These artists. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wish I had a vision for this right now. I really do. <laughs> I wouldn't have did it if you did. It's like the voice thing. So, you know, I think the major takeaway about all this is just following your passion, following the thing that makes you get up in the morning, you know, because yes. You are multifaceted. You do other things aside from rapping. But the one thing that keeps you going is the dream that you have, the drive that you have for this dream. You know, the fact that you know where you want to be. You have a goal in your head and you, and, and you are going towards it. It's not like you're sitting at home and you're saying, oh, well, you know, I like JLo and I want to be like JLo. You know, and you're just sitting at home and you're not doing anything. You know, there has to be action that follows that particular thing that you want to do. You know, for, for you, it started at an early age. You, you know, you knew that you wanted to be in music. You didn't know that you wanted to be a rapper, but you said, hey, you know, I, this is something that that fills my soul. You know, and, and, and you went for it. And a lot of us don't have the courage today to go for the things that fill our soul. To say, you know what? This is not going to be easy. And I know that this isn't going to be the road that everybody takes. But this is what I want to do. The trailblazers in life. So what would you say to people that, you know, 
they have a dream and they they want to do something other than their nine to five job, but they may not necessarily have the courage to do it. What would you say to those people? I would say, okay, real talk. What I really would say to y'all is, you know, it's enough of everything for everybody to do. Believe it or not, you know, we, we live in a world that conditioned us to think that everything is so limited and like the lane that you're in is so limited and you know it might not be space for you there but the real truth is like everything you're sitting around right now was built by somebody and is managed by somebody and maintained by somebody and that lets you know that's 10 positions right there so it's like everybody's passion is just completely different so if you really be true to yourself and you stay in your own lane it's enough of it the reward, at least I'm talking about money, the reward is enough of it for everybody. So just be true to yourself and be passionate about it. And if you're good at it, don't be passionate about something you know you're not good at. That's weird. But if it's something that <laughs> sticks and you're good at, practice it. You'll be the greatest at it. And there's enough room for you for it. And you will get rewarded for it. And my my main thing is just you know what I mean. Stick to it, and it, it's enough room for you there, and and it's enough reward for you there. So just stick to your thing. Stick to your thing. Stay in your lane, and and stay at it. Anybody can get it. Okay, what about those people that say, um, okay, I know what my passion is, right, mm -hmm. but. I have to pay the bills. Like, Lyric, I can just quit my nine to five job. Mm -hmm. I gotta be able to still pay the bills. I got kids, maybe, or I just got certain needs that I, I need money for. I mean, the, the reality is that you can't live off of just a dream. So let's give the people something a little bit more concrete because yes, passion is the biggest driver. I have, I have witnessed that myself. I have experienced that myself. When you really have a passion for something, you make it happen, right? But some people need a little bit more help. Some people need to get like somewhat of a guide. You know, I mean, I'm not saying give them the 12 step R. Kelly, but I'm just saying, you know, what would you say to people that, that are more than just, the struggle, you know, people that maybe are homeless. I mean, anytime that I think about people that don't have any resources whatsoever, I always think about Tyler Perry, right? Because Tyler Perry was homeless. He didn't have a, a cent to his name and he made it happen. But a lot of people don't understand how he got there, you know, how he got there. And, and, I'm sure I'm not the only one that sometimes wonder, well, what did it take to get there? And I want people to understand what it takes to really get there because it's not just about having a dream. It's not just about being passionate. What are the other ingredients that you need to get to that goal? Well, the real truth is, is even if I tell you the exact ingredients that work for me, it might not work for you. You know what I mean? So the thing is, is... At, my back to my original point is everybody has a position to play you know and some people on this earth when they're born they say to themselves i could work this job 
And at least I know if I work this job, I'll get paid this much. And I'm good with that because I know I'm doing the exact. No, you're not going to take this much. I have, I have point <laughs> but wait, wait. I, I got something to ask you about that. Yeah. Your point that you're making. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> she, she about to smack me in the face. No, I'm not this fast. <laughs> okay. To your point. Yeah, you may want X, Y, and Z, whatnot, but there's more than than just that. You may want this, that, or the other, and you may not think that you're equipped for it. But for you personally, and mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not speaking for the world because we can't speak for the world. That's right. We can't speak for each individual human being out there. We can't be in your mind. That's but right. that's exactly my point. Right. Do you feel that it's a mindset? Do you feel that? You are only going to get as far as how you think of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. It's, that's not a thought. That's a that's a real point. You're not going to get as far. You're not going to get further than what you think of yourself. That's impossible. All of the things that you accumulate come from the thought that you thought you can get to that point. You're a worker. You might, let's say if you work at McDonald's and you start as a, a burger flipper and a fry um, person, you know what I mean? You might work for the company for 10 years and you, and you manage the joint. And then eventually you, you might be corporate, you know, just off experience alone. It's a lot of people that's on the street that make a lot of money that have no educational background at all. So that lets you know right there that everything is literally a mindset, especially when it comes to being successful, becomes to being successful and making money. You know what I mean? Like that's all a part of a mindset. You know, it's, it's, it's false manipulation to think that the only way you can make money and be successful is to, and, and I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way, but is to go to school and, and have a degree and be certain in this field. And that's the only way you can make money and be successful. That is a way to make money and be successful. And that's a guaranteed way. And that's why I advocate for it all day. I always tell kids and I always tell students to get good grades and go to school because they'll pay for you, you know what I mean? If you get good grades and go to school, and especially if you're good at sports and you have other accolades, they'll pay for you and they'll, you know, walk you across the stage and put you in position to make money. However, making money and being wealthy has nothing to do with education. It has everything to do with your mindset. And that's why people from the streets or people from the college or people from corporate or people that's born in a trust fund can totally be wealthy and totally run a business because think about it. If Nestle or, you know, let's say Coca-Cola, let's say something big that everybody knows, if his son, you know what I mean? If he passed away in his will, he will probably give Coca-Cola to his son, right? Not to the best CEO that's qualified. Let's be honest and be serious about it. It's probably gonna be his son who had never worked in a corporate building at all in his life. And that only knew that his daddy was successful and that he's totally been straight. And when he passes away, he just gets Coca-Cola by association, not by education, not by experience, not by anything. No matter how hard the people in this company has been working for this position or that just been working, period, they might not get the position next. It probably Mm -hmm. is just his son who doesn't really care much. His daddy's last name is Coca-Cola, whatever. So I say all that to say... It, it literally is about a mindset. It literally is about what you decide for yourself or what you limit yourself to that determines where you end up, period, period. It's people that cannot read or write at all that are very wealthy today, very wealthy. 
They might play sports. They might sell drugs. They might own a business that was successful. Whatever, or they might came up with an invention. Whatever it is that they did, it does has it has nothing to do with education. Education just expedites you. You know what I mean. And education could further your career. And education could employ other people. But it's not the determinative factor of what makes you successful. So I say that to say, yes, absolutely, 100%. It has everything to do with a mindset. Everything that I'm doing right now is about decision-making. I've like decided, like, no, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna have these type of goals and I'm gonna meet these goals. And with these goals, I'm gonna make these things happen and so on and so on. And some people wake up every day and be like, as long as I get paid this much and do this, I can do this for the rest of my life and so on. And some people say, I don't know what it is, but I could never do that every day, but I think bigger and woo woo. And, it, and it's nothing against either because somebody has to work and somebody has to be a boss and everybody was trying to be, do the same thing, then this thing in earth wouldn't function. So it's no shade to anybody or it's not like anybody is doing anything wrong. And that's why the most important thing is to be true to yourself, like what's comfortable for you and what you're good at and what, because it, there is a person in the world, I, I mean, it's this commercial, this, I don't know which piece of company it is, it could be Domino's Pizza Hut, I don't know. I don't want to get it wrong, so I don't want to guess, but it's a commercial where the guy is like literally flipping boxes by the second, you know what I mean? Like by the second he flipping boxes, and packaging pieces by the second he's like a just he's just a delivery guy and somehow he made it on the main corporate commercial and he's just like record breaking by the second and it really is that deep like somebody can be just that good at the position that they're in you know what i mean to get acknowledged for it to get a raise for it and get whatever but they're not trying to do no more no less they're trying to take care of their family some people are trying to do more and you know way more and they do and and they and they, and they exceed the expectations but other than that, it's just about making a decision. It's not about statistics. It's not about where you're born or raised. It's not about anything. It's about deciding, like, I want to be this person. I want to make this amount, and I want to do this to get it. And that's how you get it, like, literally. Yeah, and and to, and to speak about, just to, to piggyback off of what you were saying, yeah, it's the concept of, yeah, I can be a janitor. But I'm going to be the best janitor that I can be. I'm going to be the best that I can be at whatever it is that I'm doing, whether That's it's right. mopping the floors or doing Excel sheets or being a CEO of a company. That's right. It does not matter what position it is. But if you put your best effort and all that you have into it, then, you know, at that point, you gave it your all. And, and you're going to get to wherever it is that you want to be in, in your mindset. Right. In your mindset. If it still doesn't work out after that, then you know what? You know that that was not for you. Right. It doesn't mean that you necessarily failed at it to the point where, oh, I can never be this. It just means that, hey, you know what? That was not your forte. You need to find something that is your forte. Because whatever it is that you are meant to do, you're going to be the best at it no matter what. Because that's that's your mindset. That's where you want to be. Mm -hmm. So, okay, well, thank you so much for being on my show today. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate it, even though I ambushed you guys. Mm -hmm. This was really hard to do. 
Because, you know, she be evading me on the social media. She don't even post where she she's at anymore. She just like, she just be posting stuff. See, before I used to be like, Lyric, you in Miami? When we gonna see each other? Now it's gotten to a point where she's like, she just posts stuff. She don't even know, put location, nothing, 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 nothing. I used to joke with her and I'd be like, you used to call me on my cell phone. And now she don't even do that. You know? Too bad she can't. She can never get rid of me. I'm like a parasite. I'm stuck to her. It's over. <laughs> I, I need to record your ass right now. I really do. I need to record your ass right now. And the way that you're looking right now. Lordy. I think our fans will go crazy looking at her this way. Mm, too bad. Yeah, y'all ain't gonna you ain't gonna see that because I ain't gonna do her like that. You know, it's just not gonna happen. I can't even with you. I can't even with you. But thank you so much for coming on the show. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I gotta meet this uh what is his name? G Magnum? Yeah, your people names right. It's like disrespectful. Names. Oh Lord, I'm gonna get in trouble, guys. I'm always getting in trouble. My mouth always gets me in trouble. Surely know this. I don't mean no harm, guys. I don't mean any harm. I can't with you. I need to record your ass. I need visuals to go with this right now. I can't. But um, your friend, I find very eccentric. That's right. Yeah, he's he's very eccentric. I need to bring him on the show because I feel like you guys will definitely learn a lot from him. Mm -hmm. I mean, guys, I haven't met him, but I feel like there's so many videos that she posts about him, guys, that I just feel like I know him, but I don't really know him. It's like a Beyonce thing where you know you think you know Beyonce, but you don't know Beyonce. I don't know. Let me stop comparing him to Beyonce because there ain't no comparison. The beehive's going to get at me right now. I can't even. Anyways, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. I definitely appreciate the insight that you've given our listeners because I want them to go ahead and, and take this to heart and, and really understand that it's a mindset. It's a mindset about following your passion. It's not a, a dreamer. You know, a lot of people, they'll just throw that word out there like, oh, you're just a dreamer. And that's just, you know, that's the way you want to do. And, you know, they think you're just like a butterfly and you're floating up in, in Netherlands or something, you know. And it's like, no, this is a thought out decision that you make to follow your passion because, you know, it's, it's almost like, you know, the end goal. You don't know how you're going to get there. You don't know what path you need to take to get there. But in your mind, you know that's where you're going to be at the end of it all. And it's worth it. And it's worth it. And it's worth it for you to have a better quality of life, for you to be content, for you to really live out what you were meant to do in this life. You know, and when I see your Instagram and when I, you know, and then this is no jokes aside. I mean, I do and I do stalk her a little bit, but really, really, I, I really do admire the things that she posts because I feel like she makes a conscious effort to post things that are relevant to her passion. She's not just posting things to get likes. She's not just posting things to, 
you know, see how many of her followers are going to go ahead and make this go viral. You know, we live in a world now where social media has such an impact on the prosperity, on the success that you're going to have in your career, you know. And so a lot of people, well, what they'll do is that they will post whatever they think it's viral, whatever they think it's going to go on every social media stream, whatever they think is going to make the news, you know. And one of the things that I love about her is that she's not going to post just idiotic content. She's going to post things that mean something to her, that are going to mean something to her craft, something to her inner self, you know, because she stays true to herself. And that's a journey. That's not a sprint. That's not something you just make happen from here to tomorrow. That's something that takes time. You know, I always tell people whenever they meet me that I'm an acquired taste, you know, it takes a little time to warm up to me, you know, and I feel in that way that you know, her her path in life or her passion is not a sprint. It is a thought out, methodical. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm being cut over here. No, you're not. He's, he's like, time's up. My fiance is telling me that time's up. No, you ain't. He's telling you. This is what happens when we get Lydia in the city over here. <laughs> but really guys take the time to find out what your passion is and go for it don't be afraid of the no's don't be afraid of whatever negativity you're going to get this is part of your path follow your passion in whatever way you can because that's going to be the true road to your happiness anyways thank you so much Lyric for coming on and uh, namaste 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 <laughs> And of course, please go ahead and look up Lyric, the queen, that is D-A, D-A, queen. All right. Thank you so much. And y'all have a good night.